mean, throughout human life, there's a whole variety of systems of authority and oppression and domination and so on, which are usually accepted as legitimate by the people subordinated to them. When they don't, you have struggles and revolutions and sometimes changes and sometimes brutality and so on. I, as far as I understand it, anarchists are just people who take this seriously. You are now listening to Good, Bad, or Bullshit. Good, Bad, or Bullshit, the podcast where three guys sit around and talk about things they probably don't know about. Uh, joining me today, all the way from exotic Indonesia, is Michael Hodgins. Hi, Mike. Hello. I'm in sunny Bali now. Very, very nice here. All right. And also joining us uh, from somewhere in Quebec, it's uh, Crofton Steers. Hey, Bo. I'm in the Eastern Townships, uh, and uh, it's always also a beautiful day here as well. Yeah, Eastern Townships kind of sounds like the place where you start a Dungeons and Dragons campaign. And I would finish it in the volcano that Mike surely visited in Indonesia. That's yeah, that's true. So you're, yeah. you're, 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 Mike uh, adventured near a volcano uh, and inhaled sulfuric acid. Wow! Yeah, two minutes in, and we're already full nerd. <laughs> <laughs> did, did, was the sulfuric acid sprayed from a dragon? Uh, I kept thinking that there must be a dragon that lived in the volcano. It's the only thing that could explain the sulfurous fumes. Uh, but uh, also, um, it, it should be pointed out that it's actually the same time uh, where you guys are. It's 10 o'clock, something like that there. And it's 10 o'clock here, except it's a.m. here and p.m. there. I find that kind of interesting, exact opposite. H- have your servants brought you breakfast yet? Yes, they have. <laughs> okay, well, tip them for me. All right, so because uh, the connection's a little shaky, we want to get, uh, I think, cracking right on the show. So um, I'm in uh, Mike's garage right now. Uh, if you, Listeners, you may remember, Mike lent me his key. And uh, Mike, I've been feeding your cat. Snoopy's very happy. Thank you. Okay, so um, uh, you got to pull this thing, right? Okay, here we go. The choke is on or off? You put the choke on, you need a good choke. And hold your breath the best you can. All right, here we go. Oh, boy, this sounds like your personal sex life. <laughs> oh, man. Drop it. Don't make jokes while this thing's off. <laughs> um, it's, got, it's got the choke and the pull. Oh, wait. It's got it, it down, Bo. It appears to have malfunctioned. Hang on. Hang on. We might have to run it again. Why? Nothing came out. I heard the it ding. It does that sometimes. Yeah, no, nothing came out of, out of it. Just hang on. Uh, fill the air, Crofton. Billy, well, here's one thing I was thinking, guys. I was thinking that, like, you know when we when we intro the podcast and we say, hey, welcome to the Good Bad Bullshit, the podcast where the points are made up and nothing matters or whatever they say on whose line is it anyways. I feel like we need a better intro. I don't know about you guys, but, like, we need, to, we need something catchy off the top. It's sort of a little rough there, don't you find? Am I the only one that finds that? Uh, what do you mean yeah, catchy? Yeah, I'd say you're, you're the only one. Oh, goddamn it. <laughs> all right, I'm going to give it another pull. Uh, some like, listener feedback that, that also says. Yeah, all right, hang on. Here, I'm, go. I'm giving it another pull. All right. Go. All right. Going. Oh, man. <laughs> Pulling it twice in one day. All right, it worked this time. Uh, the topic is anarchy. Anarchy! Anarchy! <laughs> Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. So, um, 
Does anyone want to explain what anarchy is? To sort of frame the uh, the topic for us. I don't. This is this is one of. <laughs> I I'll I'll take a crack at it. Um, <laughs> this is one of these ones where uh, you know, though though we tended to go with the random topic. Um, this is one of the ones where doing some research would have been helpful uh, because uh, the very small amount of research I've done on anarchy um, sort of led me to believe it was more than I thought it was. I just sort of assume it's kind of an aspect of the uh, maybe punk rock scenes full of young, angry people who don't like the government and are anti-authoritarian and don't like laws, etc. But I think there's a more philosophical background to anarchy um, where it started. I mean, it still has, um, it still has that component where it's like small or no government, but I think it's kind of more like humanistic in a way where it's sort of um, saying that people should be allowed more freedoms and more direct governance of themselves as opposed to an overarching central governing structure, which is kind of what we have in most places in the world. So there's, I think, the kind of like uh, Western, you know, punk anarchy, which is just like screw the government. And then there's a kind of philosophical view of anarchy. And I'm doing a probably horrible job summing this up because I don't know that much about the the, the history of it. But um, there's those two components, I think. Yeah. So anarchy to me is we have, uh, you know, we have we organize society in a particular way with class and a hierarchy structure. And there's different systems. And I think the idea behind anarchy is a rejection of anything relating to that whatsoever, that that structure and organization of, of men and women uh, is, I don't know if it's inherently wrong, but it's definitely something that, you know, proponents, I think, of anarchy don't want in society. Uh, so, you know, a world without rules, you know, and I think that anarchists are not, I think the thing, the fear thing that people do with anarchy is that, you know, a lawless society would mean, you know, you'd get shot in the street and, you know, there's no laws. Just kill whoever you want. But I don't think actually anarchists, um, you know, propose or, or are for violence. I think that we look at systems, you know, you, you, you politically. I think you look at, uh, you know, communist states, uh, capitalist states uh, or democratic states and say, well, there are systems. There's corruption. There are uh, problems, you know, these these systems are our best attempts at solution for organizing large amounts of people. But I think anarchists would say, no, those laws, they are put certain people into places of privilege and oppress uh, the majority of individuals. And anarchy, because there are no rules, there are there's nothing to, you know, create corruption. But I, I just I don't know how far I can walk down that road because there's a lot of unanswered questions in my mind about, well, there are just to me that the logical problem with anarchy is, well, there are no laws. So how do you prevent people from robbing and pillaging or just doing whatever the hell they want uh, to the detriment of others? You are inherently going to come across someone making a rule at some point, I would imagine. Uh, anyone have any thoughts? Well, I, I, I'm cheating already, okay? Here's the deal. Uh, I'm, I'm using a topic from a previous discussion, our good friend Wikipedia, um, to just pull up, pull up a, a general, the general definition of anarchy. And guess what the first line is? Anarchy has more than one definition. Uh, <laughs> wow, is, wow. I got to interrupt you right there. Cro uh, Crofton, you're an anarchist. 
Huh? Well, we set rules about this thing. No research, and here you are doing research. You and, do and, research anarchist. all the time. You pull up. Stuff I'm not all a proponent of. I, I'm not a proponent of necessarily this. Anyways, I'm just. I'm sticking it to you. Continue. I'm sorry. All right. All right. So some use the term anarchy to refer to a society without a publicly enforced government. When used in this sense, anarchy may or may not be intended to imply political disorder or lawlessness within a society. Others, including most individuals who self-identify as anarchists, use the term to imply a system of governance, uh, mostly theoretical at a jurisdiction level. There are also other forms of anarchy that attempt to avoid the use of coercion, violence, force, and authority while still producing a productive and desirable society. Anarchy is also a technical issue of economic science, as anarchy implies lack of coercive oversight. So... There's a there's a lot there. Uh, obviously, it's it's a it's a loaded topic. I agree with what Bo was saying earlier with regards to the public conception of anarchy, um, and, and Mike, you touched on this as well. Like the idea that uh, that you you associate bands like the Sex Pistols with 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 anarchy, like saying you know fuck the establishment and that and that sort of thing, while not necessarily offering a viable alternative, but there may be more to it there than that. So can we can we have a society... Do you, do you guys think we have too many rules in society now? In our society? Let's take make it more specific and say in Canadian society or Canadian... Yeah, let's go with society. You know, do we have too many rules, too many regulations? Would we benefit from having less, actually? Hmm, that is... <clears throat> that's an interesting question uh being right now that i'm in a country where there are probably less rules than there are in canada or certainly less enforced rules um leads to um an interesting dynamic in that um i think you can kind of just do whatever whatever you want to a certain extent like it's unclear how like you purchase land or build houses or who owns things it's just less Clear. I think that with the rules comes organization, and I, and I think there's a lot to be said uh, for that. Like for example, here there's garbage everywhere because um, there's no regulations about what you do with garbage. There, there, are, there are landfills. Several people just throw garbage on the, the street because there aren't garbage cans. There, we don't have that. The, the, the or, that organization doesn't exist here, um, but it does in Canada through regulations rules that we have established through government. So I think that it, that it can lead to um, a, well, cleaner, more structured society, which some people would say is a good thing. But I think that, and as Crofton read that definition, I also have been perusing that, def, uh, that definition on Wikipedia. And what it amounts to is, you know, the state saying, behave in this matter. It's definitely, a, in a sense, the, the more rules the ha- you have, the less free your society is. Whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, that's almost a different discussion, but I think it's clear that the more you stack on rules, the more behavior is controlled by the state, and maybe that's a bad thing. Yeah. Uh, but there's, there's some definite positives, too. Yeah, because I, I think anar- anarchists seek to undermine power. Like To me, it's about power. Um, I'm thinking of anonymous comes to mind, so anonymous bunch of people for maybe reasons... But, you know, the reasons aren't so much important as the uncertainty that's created with some of the things that they've, you know, some of the sites they've attacked, some of the businesses they've uh, interrupted. And there's a sense of 
it, uh, you know, anarchy serves to undermine power because when we think of anarchy, maybe doesn't mean necessarily a lawless society. Um, because I think even in a lawless society, there's a class structure where you are at. Uh, uh, Mike, you were saying you're staying in sort of a nicer area now uh, compared to different areas. It makes me think, you know, just because there are no rules doesn't mean that uh, there are no structures and that power still isn't an issue and that there are those in power who would seek to retain power and those um, who would seek to undermine it. And I'm not sure if the pure philo philosophical view of a societal structure of anarchy is trying to do away with the fact that any one person doesn't have any more power than the other. And I'm not sure if that, I, I'm not sure if that's a little utopian, if that's, you know, really um, a reasonable expectation for a gr any clan of humans to get together and decide that uh, there there's no, there, no one person would have any more power than another person or that someone from the outside wouldn't come along and find a way to expo exploit such naivete. But uh, that's my limited understanding of anarchy. Um, Crofton, uh, do you have, do you have an opinion on, uh, <laughs> anarchy? Yeah. Well, just to answer your original question, which I thought was a good one about the rules. Um, it, it is a complicated, it is a complicated thing. Cause like in the, I work in the in the government, and every once in a while in the government, they'll do this thing like, let's cut through the red tape, or let's cut the rules, let's streamline things and make things simpler, right? And it's almost a recurring joke because it comes up every so often, and it's like you'll cut through the red tape, or maybe you won't, or ideally you do, and then it builds itself back up in the next few years because – you know, people encounter situations where they need rules or guidelines or policies or whatever, um, and and then they're recreated and reestablished, and then you end up with a saturation of rules, and then you go back through the, the grinder all over again. I do think, um, like, when you look at sort of even at a local level, like uh, I live in a city, and my city has a ton of bylaws in it, right? Yeah. And uh, there's bylaws, like, it, it, bylaws that I have never discovered until I break them and then find out it's the most ridiculous, ridiculous bylaw ever. Like a dog, you know, can't pee in the dark between 2 and 3 a.m. I don't know, something ridiculous, right? Um, and, and, then, and, and then that's when I really start getting like, oh, man, this is ridiculous. Like we're, we're going nuts here. We're going nuts here with the rules. We're, you know, being oppressed in the limitations that are placed on us, right? And then on another night, I'll be, I'll, I'll be like trying to go to bed and I'll hear the annoying sound of loud bass coming from like the house next to me shaking my house. And I'm thinking, oh, God, I want them to shut their bass off so I can sleep. Right. Um, and, uh, and and then, of course, like they're violating some sort of city bylaw because it's two in the morning or something. And I'm like, oh, sweet. Thank God for the bylaws, you know, and uh, and uh, they, they have to then then be quiet or whatever. Um so, so at one point, it's like I find anarchy and proponents of anarchy uh, are often young, and sometimes I feel like the the reason is that they've been controlled their whole lives, and they want to rage against the machine. And then, as you know, as they become, for lack of a better term, part of the machine, 
it, it becomes more annoying, uh, and they understand why the rule, why certain rules exist. Anyway, that's that's my take on it. So, in with regards to to anarchy, I almost see see it as a phase in everybody's life where they get sick of the status quo and want to rage yeah. against. But like it. like owning your house, for example, is part of the rule structure. I think under anarchy, it would be everybody's house, or just as much your house as it does belong to everywhere else. So, if there's some loud bass, you know, you could move somewhere where there's no loud bass. <laughs> <laughs> and that I know that's really annoying because you're just like I, I just want to shoot those people who are, have the loud bass. Mike, no, yeah, it, um, that's, that's true. I I think I was cutting out a little bit, so I might have missed some of what you guys said. But um, um, <laughs> one thing I wanted to put in here and stop me if you guys already covered this. Uh, but I I think that the issue with anarchy, and I generally like the concept of it because uh, because I am inherently anti-authoritarian uh, and sort of like to rebel from too much control. But um, I think the issue I have with anarchy uh, and why I'm not an anarchist is because it involves uh, a lot of placing a great deal of trust in individuals, in all individuals. So I think that if, if it were or if it could work, you would have to trust individuals to um, abide by some sort of moral code on their own. And I unfortunately don't think we're, we're at a place yet in our development where you can trust um, everyone to abide by a certain set of just standards of how you treat someone without some sort of overarching um, you know, uh, rule of law to bring those people who, who, who don't respect moral, uh, morals or ethics uh, into the common phrase. So I, so I think that unfortunately, though I like the concept of anarchy with less you know, coercive oversight, I think in reality there's just people who would screw it up. And I think that if you tried to establish anarchy, uh, there'd be a few bad apples who would ruin it for everyone. And for that reason, I don't think it could work. Can, can anarchists have, a, like when you talk about a moral code, because this is what it's, we're, I think on the deeper philosophical end of anarchy, you know, is it still possible to have a code of conduct and a judicial system, uh, you know, alongside anarchy? Like I'm, tr I'm trying to sort of pin my, uh, and I guess we'd have to do a bit of research on it outside of this, but... I think the definition in Wikipedia said said that one of, one of the options is that is that there be a system of governance. However, that that system uh, would not, like right now at a base level, if we do something wrong, if we break the rule of law, um, there are physical consequences to our well being on that. Like bottom line, we probably might go to jail. At the very least, we'll be fined. If we ignore the fines, we might end up in jail, or we may might end up facing against physical uh, consequences. When there's a, a, um, a protest or a demonstration and, and, you know, the riot police are sent out or something along those lines, off, you know, it can, it can turn physical. And I think our current system um, everywhere in the world has this underlying threat of physical retribution, be it violence, be it incarceration, whatever. And I think anarchy is, it. if there was a government structure associated with it, it wouldn't carry any sort of baggage with regards to uh, that, that sort of physical retribution by the rule of law. And I don't, you know, how would it work? I don't know. Uh, but 
I think it then falls into what Mike was saying, which is like, it sounds like it relies, it sounds like it has a lot of rules that rely on the honor system for better, for, for better or worse, like moral, moral rules. And, and if you, if you don't abide by the honor system and if you don't trust your, the entirety of the population to abide by those rules, well then, you know, you're kind of screwed. And I just don't see how it's possible really to trust 100% of everyone that exists, especially with all the different cultures, all the different backgrounds to abide by the same set of moral rules. Yeah. And I, 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 I definitely uh, agree with that. I think you echoed a lot of what I was saying, uh, uh, Crofton. And um, just to uh, add a little bit to, to that, um, I, I think if you were to think about yourself, if I think about myself and uh, right now in, in Canada, we're like, okay, government is being dissolved and uh, there's no more rule of law. I don't think I would go and shoot my neighbor and steal things at random. I feel like I, I don't uh, like, like what keeps me in line is not fear of reprisal from the state. It's basically the golden rule, uh, which is a, uh, you guys probably know what it is. It's often, it's often associated with religion, but it's basically tr- treat others as you would wish to be treated. And I think I'm very respectful to other people because I like to be treated in that way. And I don't believe in stealing or violence. And I don't think I would just start doing that if there weren't suddenly repercussions. So I think most people you could probably count on. But the thing is, as we already said, there's a few who just would ruin it for everyone. So though I don't think we, you know, most of us don't actually need this like fear of the state to bring you in line. Um, there's enough people that exist that do need it um, for kind of broader safety. So yeah, I mean, I think we're making the same conclusion. And that's the big thing. Here. That's like the like you're talking about big actions like murder or something like that. But in terms of something like littering, as you talked about earlier, there's probably a lot higher percentage of people that'd be like, "What? I can litter? All right, I'm doing it." Right, and then but the, so like it's because it sounds like anarchism rejects the like the state as this uh, powerful or, or just rulership any uh, you know any kind of like rulership so that it's a community that would decide so if your community was did not like littering um, then you wouldn't litter for fear of censure from the group and I suppose the idea is that you know they're all going to sit down and have a talk with you and say uh, you know you need to leave our community if you want to keep littering or please stop or, you know, we do have a, it's possible, I think maybe punishments can exist, exile or I don't know, whatever. They might even shoot people who break the rules too much. I don't know. But uh, it seems like the idea is that there's no ruling class in an anarchist state. And it's very hard to think of any country or any society that doesn't have its leaders, rulers, enforcers and structure that, you know, dishes out uh, punishment for infractions of of actual behavioral code, which is essentially what law is. Well, and it's it's interesting to think about a place, say, like Singapore, which has very strict rules, um, very authoritarian, um, and though though it's a democracy, I mean, you can be. I think I think you, drug offenses you're put put to death. So if you have like marijuana, you be killed in Singapore, and and corporal punishment, say you're beaten for like you litter, you're beat you're beaten. And now and now look, see, Singapore, amazingly clean city. There's no crime, and and that's uh, and that's something that's kind of desirable to a certain extent. But it also seems uh, for, like there's not a lot of freedom in a sense, or you're just just it's everything's really regimented i i think it's it's like any kind of governing structure has a sliding scale 
So it's a it's a pretty low cost to put on a human life. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's just where do you want to stand on the sliding scale of control of government to lax government and all the implications that go with those things? And I mean, I feel probably uh, the middle ground somewhere is probably the best place to be. Um, but uh, but yeah, full on anarchy, I think, would be kind of a mess. And where I was last time we podcast felt a little bit like that. Yeah, well, I think there's anarchy like just there's, we're talking heavily on the political side, but then there's just this concept of anarchy as madness, right? I'll, I'll tell you guys, before we had this conversation, the first thing that jumped through my head, because I knew little about anarchy, but, but my, my pure stereotype thing of anarchy is, is that is what I described earlier is, is youth, um, uh, you know, with uh, ripped jean jackets, anarchy symbols, love the sex pistols. Uh, you know, don't give a shit about anything. And I'll, I'll tell you that that conception and there are, you know, there are, are definitely people that 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 follow those sorts of trends. And that's what anarchy means to them. And I will say we're talking about that type of anarchy, the the uh, the sort of youth punk punk rock movement. I find that to me, that drives me nuts. And I'll tell you why it drives me nuts. It drives me nuts because I find it's it's easy to hate on anything in life, uh, but if you don't offer an alternative to that to that thing, um, then then you are just you are just being, for lack of a better term, a shit disturber or problematic for the sake for sake of being problematic. Uh, it's one thing to dislike something, but at least bring something to the table. And and my my view of anarchy has been strongly like influenced by this sort of pop culture representation of anarchy. And because of that, like I, I'm sort of I, I sort of rail against anarchy in many ways because I just see it as as not bringing anything to the table. I could be wrong on that, but like, I don't, the fact that we're having a hard time even determining what anarchy brings to the table gives you a, a good sense that it's not bringing much. Yeah, I, I think I think the anarchy is coupled with a, a philosophical view that does need to be shared among other anarchists in a community, because I do have a hard time thinking of what the solutions are as well. well and I, uh, Mike? Well, and I think that's why we, we don't know enough to talk about, yeah. Yes. Okay, we have you. Sorry, there's there's um, a, there's some lag here. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Uh, it's the other side of the world. Um, it, yeah, and I think that that uh, I agree with Crofton's uh, view. I, I tend to think the same way in that stereotype. Um, I felt that as well, and I think we don't know enough about the philosophical background of it because there definitely is one, and it's one of those things where um, where it, this movement has been co-opted by people who have given it kind of a bad name. So we don't know the kind of what it does bring to the table, because the, the, there has been a lot of like philosophical work done. People have thought about this. People like Immanuel Kant and and others, some Russian philosophers, have written a great deal about it. So there might be a lot to bring to the table. We just don't know about it it's the same way in a sense that communism has been ruined because of totalitarianism uh, so a lot of people are like, oh communism can't work uh, well it's like well we've only seen it work under totalitarianism and that obviously has its issues so uh it's kind of tainted the whole concept um and and but but i think if you if you look at the base of something like communism it's in could be okay, it just had never been implemented right, and the way we see anarchy uh, in the West anyways, I would not want to embrace that, that's for sure, but I would need to know more about the philosophical base. Anyways, I'm probably ready for a verdict on this, I don't know about you guys. Yeah, I just I just wanted to say one more thing, which was um, <clears throat> I think the, the question of the youth co-opting anarchy, like 
I can remember listening to music uh, as a teenager and it having, a, you know, you, you sort of ascribe to a, a cultural group at, that has um, some quasi-political views. And so, uh, you know, I'm not allowed to smoke marijuana because uh, Papa government says so. So and anarchy is like totally cool with marijuana. So like anarchy is great, man. <laughs> and then I'll, I'll put that A symbol on my jean jacket and go rock out and, you know, uh, yeah, keep rocking in the free world, that kind of thing. <laughs> Anyway, I'm good for a verdict, Crofton. You got anything you want to add, or no? Uh, like, I mean, I'm I'm also good to to jump to verdicts. But in defense, Mike, like, um, of, of giving a giving a review with not necessarily knowing everything that there is in the entire history of anarchy, I will say that's partly due to anarchic thought uh, being so fragmented because you get a bunch of anarchists together and they're not going to agree on the same thing. And I think that, that, like, just having perused that Wikipedia article, I get the sense that, like, it's so many different things uh, to different people. And really, what I can look at it, um, when I look at anarchy, I have to look at what is being presented to me on a day-to-day basis, what I take in in my regular uh, my regular life and my impressions of anarchy. We, do, doing a bare minimal uh, uh, amount of research, and while it me it might mean something to certain philosophers, um, it, it, it might mean different things to different economists, and all that. The the reality is what anarchy means to me uh, is is a, um, a fragmented sort of system of railing, seeing the government and and rules as the enemy. Uh, looking for a society without rules and proposing um, no real uh, alternative of, of substance, and because of that, I have to. I can't say anarchy is bad. Um, I, you know, I, I can't just because you dislike something and, and you're not necessarily bringing something great to the table doesn't mean doesn't mean doesn't mean you're bad. But it, I definitely can say you're bullshit. And for that, I'll be first on the table to say anarchy is bullshit. <laughs> Ugh, smelly. <laughs> All right, um, I, then I'm going to cast my verdict as well. Uh, there are no, uh, that I can think of, I think there probably are some examples of our, our, our anarchist communities. Um, but, you know, overall, I think, uh, as we discussed, I'm not sure that it offers a lot in the way of practical example. But I do think the concept of anarchy is an important part of the conversation when it comes to governance. I think it keeps coming up again or is of interest for a reason. So I'm going to say that uh, anarchy is good. All right, Mike, you're last to go. <laughs> um, uh, in, uh, Bo, I feel like you stole the words out of my out of my mouth there because that's basically what I was going to say. I'm not, I'm not necessarily going to give it a good right yet. I was... I was gonna go bullshit. I was too, and I'm st- and I'm still on the fence, and I won't know in, in, for a few more seconds what I'm gonna say. Uh, but 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 basically, and Bo, you said there there aren't good examples of uh, anarchistic systems. But you know, probably if you look at the entire history of humanity, we probably it's there's probably something like I bet ninety percent of human history has existed under anarchist types of government, which is which is small um, sort of tribalistic uh, cultural and morals defined by very small groups who enforce themselves more individual individualistic rules so I bet if you if you look at the history of humanity before sort of civilization occurred it basically probably is an anarchist 
moralistic system where individuals and small groups sort of set their own moral code and force it as they choose and it changes. So, you know, there probably is precedent. Just you have to go back pretty far and we probably can't relate to it. I don't think I can relate to it anyways because we don't live in a uh, in a in a a society like that. We live in an organized society. So, uh, but it being, you know, I'm going to have to say, I guess anarchy is good. You know, I'm. A- <laughs> and again, and, and, and again, I'm just going to have to re echo what Bo said. I think it's good because it's, it's, it's good that it exists as part of a conversation and i think i believe heavily in uh critical thinking and that we need people who think critically about government about the world and i think that anarchy just as part of is as bo said is part of a conversation uh by which we can balance the other side i i, I don't believe in it as, as a functional system i agree with crofton entirely on that and i was leaning heavily towards maybe bullshit but yeah i think it's good it's just part of the conversation to have another idea out there to think about that's all all right. Well, that's excellent. Um, Mike, I, do you, I hope they don't monitor internet transmissions uh, very th- uh, very carefully in Indonesia because they may uh, you know, arrest you for our Skype call. <laughs> I don't know what their feelings are on anarchy see, there. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, I, it's very much, this is much closer to an anarchistic society than Canada is. I had one driver who drove, drove like a crazy man. Like, uh, it just, I thought we were we're going to die. And we passed the policeman speeding, going around the turn, almost cutting off all these people. And we were like, oh, police. And he was just like, oh, whatever. And the cop didn't care and didn't chase us. <laughs> if it was West, we would have been pulled over for sure. But it's just, it's just different. It's more lax here. Um, anyways. <laughs> okay, good. Well, then, Crofton, I think you and I need to be worried about getting arrested. I'm always worried about being arrested, Bo. I know. You're a total rule breaker all the time. All right. So we got our verdicts in. And that sort of, uh, I think we're going to put the seal the envelope on that one and send it off. All right, so um, if you enjoyed the show, you can email us with your uh, thoughts, uh, your comments. Do you know what anarchy is? you got a strong reason for believing it. Email uh, us at goodbadbs at gmail.com. You can find us on our website at gbbpodcast.com. That's the acronym for Good Bad Bullshit. Uh, You'll find links, uh, RSS links, where you can subscribe to the show or links to iTunes. If you happen to be on the iTunes uh, store, give us a uh, five-star review if you like the show and tell us why. Um, All right, uh, Michael, uh, where can our listeners uh, find you on the Internet or, or just generally? I know uh, you know people can't don't necessarily look for you on the internet. They they can find me in a paradise on Earth on the island of Bali in Indonesia. All right, so book your flight, Crofton. Where can uh, these fine listeners uh, follow you? They can follow me on the internet on Twitter at Crofton Steers. All right, and Crofton's got some great tweets, so uh, I definitely recommend uh, his Twitter account. Um, you can also, if you like useless tweets about nothing, then you can follow me at Bo Schwartz. Uh, I just recently posted a link to a video of a 130-cat mosh pit. It's very awesome. Okay. All right. So I think that about wraps it up. Oh, wait. I forgot to check the mailbag. Hang on. Let me, uh, let's just have a quick look in our mailbag here and see what's... Uh, uh, see if oh, anyone's wait. Oh, wait. wait. Sorry. Oh. I, I, the birds, they're going crazy. All right. I won't read the mail yet. I'll let you say what you have to say first, Crofton. Okay. Here's the thing. If there is no mail then this is going to start being the saddest mailbag I have ever seen. Well, we, because, yeah, I mean... We, we get mail all the time. I mean, sometimes it's just bills, but we get mail. Okay. You better have mail right now, because if you don't, <laughs> you... I want to pull the plug on this. 
Okay, well, we have uh, a, a mail, all right? And yeah. It's, uh, it's from uh, someone named Kazmer. Uh, and Kazmer says, Hello, gentlemen. Long-time listener, first-time writer. Big fan of the show. I would like to suggest a topic for your randomizer. Selfies. Good, bad, or bullshit, he asks. Uh, keep up the great work, and it's signed, Kazmer the Soulless Sorcerer. Uh, that's pretty weird. Yeah, but that's a good topic, actually. Uh, although it's very, very easy, and I think we all know where we're all coming down on it. Oh, I don't know. I might give you guys a surprise there. I've been saying oh, lots God. of things are good. I don't know why, but uh, I've, been, I've been in a positive mood, I suppose. Mike, uh, you okay with adding this to the show list? Yeah, I don't. I'm distracted right now because there's a large snake moving across the grass in front of me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> It's so hard to do a podcast with you in Indonesia. There's all kinds of danger surrounding you, like, every minute of the recording. (laughs) Whether it's being trampled by horses or eaten by snakes. Wow, he can really move. Yeah, all right. So, well, that's our cue then to wrap up the show and let Mike go and get to safety. All right. uh, Thanks uh, to both of you for joining me for the show. I had a lot of fun, and uh, we'll catch you on the next one. See you guys. I don't subscribe to the rules of your show, Bo. Okay, well, you know, just say bye and get it over. Fine, bye. Toodles. Anarchy rules within dead. Anarchy.